Welcome back to Beyond Bulbasaur. I'm your host, Kendall. With me from the What's McCracken podcast is Jordan. Hello. And host of Creepy Critters and Alphabet Flight, Jesse Cooper. What up, intro boy? Today we are talking about Zigzagoon, the tiny raccoon Pokemon. Also, hey. also one of my one of my wife's favorite Pokemon. Good taste. Um, I I asked her if she had any uh, anything she wanted to say on the podcast. She said, "I just think it's cute. I don't remember like its moves or anything." Um, it is, it is a very cute Pokemon. It is adorable. It is a little raccoon that turns into a ferret. And uh, we have cats, and she she always says that Zigzagoon reminds her of our cat Sophie, which I don't think uh, I don't think that Sophie looks anything like the cat. Uh, you guys have seen my Facebook page. It's that Sophie is the cat who is holding the Jameson bottle in my uh, in my cover photo. Um, but yeah, I don't really think that Sophie looks like Zigzagoon, but you know, that's what my wife thinks. Uh, originated... It has three claws and pink paw pads. It has paw pads. <laughs> originated in Gen 3, which is, uh, I guess, a good a good thing for Gen 3. Uh, Ruby version Pokedex says, Zigzagoon restlessly wanders everywhere at all times. This Pokemon does so because it is very curious. It becomes interested in anything that it happens to see. And some of the other uh, uh, Zig- Zigzagoon... Pokedex entries uh, mentioned that it always walks in zigzags. So, okay. Have I been... I want to ask you guys. Have I been pronouncing Zigzagoon wrong this whole time? Uh, that's how I always said it. That's how you I, say yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. When I watched it in the anime, because uh, uh-huh. he did have a feature episode, they called it... They pronounced it Zigzagoon. Um, well, the anime is like frequently wrong. <laughs> Oh, I I know, but like I don't, I was just I was just making sure. But I also could be frequently wrong because I had never heard it spoken aloud by anyone b- besides me and my wife. The thing the thing that makes me never trust the anime based off like on being anything close to the games is that there was it's actually a third gen. I mean, where they're in the uh, the Hoenn uh, league, um, mm-hmm. where a swallow. Uh, was electrically charged by Pikachu and dived through like a, a like a psychic shield to hit something. <laughs> um, and I'm just like, that's not how the games work. It's like the Catapult Turtle Gambit. Yeah. So like, first off, if this incredibly powerful like over like level 80 Pikachu struck this bird type, just 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 flying type, and somehow coated it in electricity. So it could be better at getting through a, a, a light screen. That's why I don't trust it. <laughs> see, I can see why they went with why they say zigzag. Well, see, you said they said zigzagoon. Yeah, zigzagoon. Like zigzag. That sounds, that sounds like they said there's an extra G. I can see if it was zigzagoon. Well, see, I think it's zig, it's zigzagoon. Yeah, well, yeah. There's well, not zig, an extra Z. zigzagoon or, or uh, extra G. It's, well, Zigzagoon sounds like it's a play on the word zigzag. And, and raccoon, does, yeah. And raccoon and zigzagoon sounds like you're just trying to make a point. 
<laughs> right, it's not and, as clever. Yeah. Like, like they might have been like, hey, kids, you're dumb. You don't know what wordplay is. <laughs> okay, so this the other the one other thing about this uh this anime episode uh where they 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 run into Nikolai the Knickerbocker who is <laughs> who is basically like a weirdly translated youngster Joey because he is he is obsessed with all of the other characters that are wearing shorts but he calls them knickerbockers. He's like, "Oh, you're a knickerbocker just like me." Well, what if it's just what if it's just like his thing? No, I I I I mean it is, but it's just like it's just like it was very in, it's very interesting anytime the anime gets like remotely like it's almost meta. I don't know if meta is the right word, but like Oh, because it would have to be competent if it was meta. Well, like, like one of my like my favorite moment in the Indigo League is when he goes to fight, is when he goes to Cinnabar Island and he loses to Magmar the first time he fights, and then they have an adventure and he's and Ash saves the day and stuff, and Ash is like, "Ah, oh, you want to give me that gym badge now?" And he's like, "I mean, I'll let you fight me again." You know, because every time previous to that, Ash saves the day and he gets a gym badge without defeating the gym leader. See, no, that's another thing I really don't like about the anime. Because, like, because Ash is actually a legitimately horrible trainer, except for, like, his Pikachu. That's it. Um, that he somehow forced to learn a complete by a move by bashing against a rock until it learned something. But I don't want to get into that. We'll talk about that on. The Pikachu, On the episode. Pikachu episode, <laughs> but, but like he he friendships his way through most of his success, and he's never been any Elite Four member ever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's there's times when he actually does, uh, like confidently think things through, like when he when he did uh when he first when he first went through through Victory Road. There was some some things where he actually thought some of the stuff out, like when he used uh, King Kingler and and stuff and the fight, and he can do like he can actually do smart things. It's just he, he doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, like uh, well, well, the other well, the as as I said before, like if he does win a gym battle, most of the time it's because something happened that wasn't supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. So I think that the best example of this is whenever he fought Brock. Yeah. Like, I honestly, that should have been thrown out <laughs> as, as a battle because it's just like, this isn't a show of your strength. We just had a malfunctioning sprinkler <laughs> system and you took advantage of it. Yeah. Um, and it, as in the example that I said before, where somehow he magically broke the rules of the entire universe and made a flying type just become like electrically charged mm-hmm. super saiyan bird <laughs> like he doesn't win he doesn't win by like actually being a good trainer so so i will say i will say that i watched a decent amount of i think it was gen 5 
it would make most sense if it was Gen 5. And I think in the more recent seasons, because they make it, they when there is, like, a gym battle, like, they, they like, they do enough animation to make the battles look cool. So they actually do have him defeating gym leaders. Like, there, I do remember one specific episode where he fought the gym leader at the beginning. Uh, he kind of did some did some strategizing while his while one of the other people that was with him fought the gym leader and then he came back at the end and was able to defeat the gym leader like that was the whole you know that was the whole episode and i think they have done that over the years sometimes but yeah it is it is a little bit wacky those first those first seasons but also like i'm so i'm so blinded by nostalgia with the first two seasons of of uh of pokemon that i just can't i i can't uh be super objective and uh, but I'll, and I'll, and then and then you just you know the rules are different in the anime than the game and that's you know i think that's fine oh it's it's fine until you like completely break the rules of the old anime you're in and make a super saiyan bird you okay never, like, why does he do that every single time he battles i mean uh, gambit maybe it doesn't work every time uh so uh so so zigzagoon so zigzagoon <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Zigzagoon. It's it's like the other uh, Ratatat. Yeah, yeah. So so yep. yeah, it functions as a Ratatat. So I I do want to talk about two things about about Zigzagoon. First of all, it's definitely almost like a, what we call in Magic a functional reprint. Reprint like they they were like we've got to have like a rodent that's super common, that's not that strong early in the game that can have a lot of these same attacks that we've already developed and balanced and stuff. Uh, do you, what do you guys think, like in the big, big picture, what do you guys think of, of, of Pokemon like this, that sort of are, are variants of already existing Pokemon? Jordan, you start, I think you started to talk about it on the previous episode and I kind of cut you off. Yeah. Like, I think I think in just like in a storytelling wise, I think it's a real it's it's really nice, like that they go out of their way to kind of like theme things or make it like in this region this this is what you see. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can, but I can totally understand why people are like, well, I already like I've already have this like Pokemon or I've seen this Pokemon and I don't use it then. Why would I use it again mm-hmm. or stuff like that? Like especially. I, I think a lot of people felt the way with like feel instead of like uh that was like uh the the ball the ball seal Pokemon. It was, yeah, it was just it was just a seal but right. Yeah. So <laughs> like like so like people like that's one of the most egregious that people complain about, but but the thing is is that I Gen three is when they actually started also putting in things that not a lot of people knew about or were or were really looking into and so they missed stuff. Zigzagoon mm-hmm. is one of those ones that I feel people always overlooked because it has the ability pick up. And pick up becomes really, really good the longer the the uh, Pokemon's with you. So if you're one of those people who take a Pokemon with you like all the way through the game, like it gets you so many good things by the time you're like halfway through the game that it's amazing like i was getting nut like nuggets to sell by by like the fourth gym mm-hmm. also also zig uh zigzagoons 
are really good for the more useless HMs. Yeah. Like the uh, cut rock smash. I think yeah. it was able to flash. Yeah. So it was able to. So in Gen 3, it could learn Cut, Surf, and Rock Smash. I, that's all I have pulled up right now. But yeah, like, it, was, it was really good if you wanted to have like a, a functional HM, mm-hmm. HM mule. Well, and also, I mean, I, I mean, Cut isn't that bad usually early in the game. And, and Pokemon like Zigzagoon are fine early in the game. So, you know, you, it, it might not be that bad uh, teaching him that. Now we we uh, we got just a couple minutes that we can talk about HMs in general, um, and I think I think I'm starting to see a correlation between people who like HMs and people who aren't, because Jesse, you in previous versions, it sounds like you used HM slaves a lot. Yes, um, basically what I would do for the more use ones that I would name more useless, especially later on, like the cut and. Uh, cut and uh, like rock smash uh, to some extent strength and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, I would have I would have that one Pokemon that can learn most of it I would never really train them they would just be they would basically yeah. just be you are a person who can do a thing I don't care about you just stay around so, so my take, and I and I suspect Jordan is on a similar page because we talked a little bit before we started recording. Um, I always spread them out. Sometimes, for whatever reason, Surf and Strength would a lot of times end up on the same Pokemon. But first of all, Surf should be on your water Pokemon most of the time anyway. It's like the best water attack. Well, yeah, um, yeah. With with water with Surf, like for the most part, yeah, that would go on one of my main Pokemon. Um, most of the time if i if strength was like a little bit stronger in a fighting type move i think it would be like a great it, it, that that would have been one of the solutions cuz i'm i'm not saying that hms were perfect but i did like teaching my pokemon the thing and you know what you don't have to have every single pokemon know four perfectly useful moves i mean well, in well, pokemon my- in pokemon most of the time you're just spamming their attack in get in the <laughs> in the like during the game no my my main problem with them is there are useful ones that would be you know like you know like strength it was strong enough to be like the move you did whenever you didn't want to use your stronger move. right right i'm talking about stuff like cut and rock smash and um uh the most egregious one was defog or yeah like so well, like yeah the or flash like those are the ones that those are the three that I think are the the most useless ones. When when I but played he, when I played Gen One, I never I never teach a Pokemon Flash. I just go through Rock Tunnel blind. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I I downloaded a map basically off of off of a uh, off of Games Facts. I'm just like, okay, cool, I got this. But no, but but you would need you would need stuff like Rock Smash, like to get to story related yeah. areas. Yeah, and or and you would need Cut to get to story related areas, yeah. and it'd be different. If those weren't completely garbage moves, but yeah. they were. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's, there's, I'm not, I'm not, like, they could have adjusted. I think, I think the way that it was in Gen Six, where most, where, where most of the useless ones were, uh, re- really in Gen by Gen Six, the only one, the only move that I didn't like that I had to always have was fly, and then. <laughs> And then they did the the you can fly the dragon dude, 
in in Alpha and Omega Ruby Sapphire, and I was like, that's fine. But I hate, I it, it pulls me out of the like not that much. Well, I don't know. It pulls me out of the immersion. This idea that I have a super strong ride on who will come to me at any time and is in addition to my regular team, but all he can do is break rocks and then he goes away. Yeah. I mean, I can see, I can see that for them. I can see that, but honestly, the fact that I think they're kind of getting away from using HMs in general makes it easier for people like me who just wanted to have a specialized team to have a specialized yeah. team. Because you would have to have the flying type, the the ground type, uh-huh. uh, the water type, the flying type. You would have to have a member of each thing, which you know is good for balance. But at the same time, like I just wanted my poison team or my gr- right, or right. My... Well, I mean, I played, I played a, uh, I played through um, one of the versions with um, with. Or I played through blue version with just a water team minus my flyer. Yeah, well, well, the thing is, like, you would still have to have, like, the you'd still have to have Pokemon that could just use that one move if right. you wanted to be able to. And I think it's good to not have that mm. because then you could have a team that is nothing but of ghost types who often cannot learn those THM moves. Yeah, I mean, I just really it just really takes me out of it having. Even, even, and this was why I couldn't, I, this was why I, I was turned off on Gen 7, like, almost immediately. Like, wh- uh, having the Rotom be your Pokedex, it's like, so do I have a Rotom in my Pokedex now? Because I have a Rotom. <laughs> well, well, that, well, that, that I don't, that, that I didn't really necessarily like too much, but, like, I could th- kind of throw away. But, like, so- the right Pokemon, the right Pokemon, if you think about it, and, like, in-universe, not everyone's going to be able to be able to actually functionally move around everywhere because they don't have a specific Pokemon because, you know, yeah, maybe not they everyone's be going to be having Pokemon. So these are just like, this is the help. Those it's, it's like, a, a, it's like a, a ramp, but like, no, but like, yeah. then they, how do they get to you when you're in the middle of a cave? How, how do they do that? I don't know. Extra dimensional Pokemon science that they have with everything. <laughs> I, like, it could. It could. Well, why can't just... I have? If I can do that, why can't I have twelve Pokemon with me? You know, why do I have to go to a Pokemon Center to switch out my regular Pokemon if all like, of them can, can teleport like, through my portable device? Well, because it is. It's functionally there is a there is rules in place, and they decided you can't. But with right Pokemon, <laughs> guess guess what? It make they make sense in universe. Because you just have this Pokemon thing that ever like Pokeball thing that everyone has access to, uh, and it just like it just goes through, and it, you only use it once. Those Pokemon they'll probably don't have to dogfight until they're dead, half dead, which is probably great for them. And you just basically have this Uber for things that allow you to move around the world. Yeah, they're like trained. You use a special whistle, they come to you. All right. Yeah. I- I see what you're saying. It still it still takes me out of the experience, but I do need to give I do need to give that another shot. Uh, thanks everyone for listening to our discussion on Zigzagoon. I think we talked a little bit about Zigzagoon. <laughs> it's uh, a rat. It's basically the rat attack. Yep. He's thanks. My favorite normal type. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. I miss holding down the B button Cause I thought it made it easier I miss surfing to the truck and losing
Charmander evolve into a Charmeleon I won't accept your leaf green 